you know, I've been giving you the business for a while, you know, about all this this metaverse stuff. Yeah. You know, it's I've been giving you some pretty hard pushback, but... It really worries me. I just don't know which side of history I'll wind up on. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess, well, you'll be pleased to know that I'm now on your side. Whoa, so welcome. I'm sure Whoa. that will be... Did you put on the goggles? Did we orange pill you into the game? No, Woo. no, no, no. I actually, I just joined... I just joined the metaverse. I was thinking about it, did a little research, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in there. I've she's, got my own avatar and everything. She's pulling out a Wii controller <laughs> and starting up. Are you about to compare this to your Wii? Because I've already done that. It's exactly what it is. That's why I don't know why there's so much pushback. See, you got a dumb Wii and you make it look like you. We got the... And then it goes oh, around and go. in the rocks. Yep, here we go. We yeah, so why pull is up the me So chance. what's the pushback then? I'm saying, you know, that I've joined the metaverse. Here I am. Look, there I am. I love it. Is this new to you? Uh, well, I used to have one, like, when I was in my early 20s. All but right, well, then you were in the metaverse then, too. Yeah. That's great, Megan. I just thought that would be a fun gag. Yeah, I met a guy in a parking lot uh, a few days ago. I'm, j I'm just completely reverting back to... Uh, I don't know, childhood or something. Yeah, I love it. It was like, you know, when the Miss Pac-Man machine doesn't hit enough, you're like, maybe Mario Kart will yeah, help. Yeah, see, that's the <laughs> dopamine game. You always need more. You always need more. Once you start with the Miss Pac-Man, then you get other systems. You're like a tattoo person. You need another. You need another. Another one. Yeah, I'll just, I'll turn off the TV. I thought, you know, it's like, well, when I got it, she was like, this will be a, a great gag, you know. I'll tell Kramer I joined the metaverse, and right. you'll just hear dun 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 dun. Well, gag completed. This shouldn't be that big of a leap. It's like you make that thing look like you, and then you go snowboarding. With this, you'd make it look like you. And, and then I'd go to Burger King? Yeah, you hang out with your friends, or maybe you'd go, uh, you know, uh, hunt little creatures, if it's a Pokemon-style thing, or okay. Axie Infinity, whatever it is. Maybe you'd go and hang out. I know you're I'd into, hang out like, and talk about my favorite brands in their branded experiences in the digital universe. I love it how it's just going to be about brands, like... like our lives aren't already completely inundated with brands. Uh, but yes, like the, even the idea that like, okay, I can digitally escape the, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, the actual hellscape. No, yeah. no, the hellscape follows saying, you online. But when you do go there, just because there's brands doesn't mean you're not going to like meet your cousin and go do archery or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like whatever you would do if you went to go do archery in real life. You drive past a bunch of billboards. You'd stop and you get some Coke or some Budweisers. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just the brands are part of it. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I got the opposite of a sorry for these guys. I got a thank you. Oh boy, I'm spiraling. Yeah, she's spiraling. Yeah. <laughs> she's what I'm trying to say apart. is, we got we got three new Patreons this week. Oh, that's so good. Kaboosh. We have Brenton. As Laxon. As Laxon. I like that. Jeremy Arambulo. Hey. And it wasn't enough for him to give us eight oh, this banker is the boxes. This is the Jeremy. Jeremy, what's up? <laughs> I love it. I got live flips I'm going to talk about later. I'm, I'm moving some of that merch out. So thank you so much. You're helping the cause. And uh, also thanks to Brian Granillo. Yep. BG, what's up? BG living. This is great. I was excited to see uh, new names on the paper here. Thank you, and welcome to Griff Jockey World. 
and Griff Knight Universe. And, uh, well, this episode of Grift Horse. See, okay, so I opened with the metaverse thing. I could also just opened hot. The theory doesn't hold, Kramer. What theory? Your theory, which I thought I thought was a good one. Book yourself on a Disney Channel show, even though somehow they've negotiated a lower rate than SAG minimum. Yep. <laughs> well, you were saying it was a... Well, we thought maybe it's a good idea because they're not going to work kids so hard. Exactly. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. Well, yesterday, uh, you know, my experience was there were no children on set at all, actually. We were, really? just, we were filming scenes with all adults. Maybe that's something they do on Friday. And the- <laughs> they don't work the kids on Friday. That could be a thought. Mm, well, anyway, they held me to the you know microsecond before uh, my eight hours were up. That's terrible. You were even you were so bored. You were texting me during off hours. <laughs> You're just staring at a wall, waiting. It was like I love. Uh, I hadn't really. I don't think I've been on like like a like a traditional sitcom set mm-hmm. in a while. You know yeah. what I mean? Ever since I did Mom, like right before the pandy. Right. With the canned laughter and the, you know, the people faking the laughter. Oh, yeah, like all the writers faking laughing after the lines. But this was like, it was supposed to be a cafe. And I'm assuming it is set in San Francisco because, well, on every fucking surface of of the fucking fake room, there were pictures of San Francisco. Okay. And on one, there was like a typography print that just, well, said san francisco whoa do you know what i mean could have been an sf themed restaurant no uh it was not (laughs) (laughs) it's just like you know what i mean like wow just really put just push it so have you you ever played the punchline in san francisco yeah it's got that cityscape behind it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. made me think of that i guess i don't know if that's san francisco or not I mean, I would assume it's San Francisco. So, Why yeah. the fuck else would they paint it there? Yeah, they did it too. Shit. Wow. Okay, well then I guess me trying to rip on this production doesn't hold <laughs> no, any water. No, it does hold. It just also applies to the punchline. While you were sending me that, you interrupted some pretty good talks with those abrupt texts coming through. Oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. But one of them was, and I had just watched it right before you text. Mm-hmm. It was like, Kendra, you know, from... Uh, Huey's Angels or uh, you know what a Hugh Hefner had those three girls oh Huey okay (laughs) yeah 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 one of the girls next door yeah yeah so she's got some new I don't know what it is a show or something but Mm -hmm. she was promoting it and then she's talking about jobs and stuff and she goes I was an extra one time she goes oh my god they make you wait so long I lost it and I was just like I am out of here and then the button at the end she goes being an extra is hard work. <laughs> and you're stuck on set, you know, sending texts. <laughs> hard work, dude. I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's hard, but it's like, you know, do we we do we really got to stand here this long, man? It's crazy that they can't just uh, There's not, shoot all your shit. Like, dude, and fucking... Swoop. 
you can't even bring a backpack, fill a backpack from Crafty anymore. You got to wait in a damn line and talk to somebody behind a damn window and like, you know, dehumanizing. I'll or you know, I'll order taking f- all the dignity out of, dignity out of being an extra. <laughs> I'll order four things at one time. Don't get me wrong to get a little sugar for myself on the that. back end, but it's like they don't like it when you do that. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> Can I tell you one thing? I probably was right about though. Hmm. What What was your start time? Ten a.m. That's pretty late. That is true. That's true. I didn't have to be there at five o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning. There you go. Thank you for that. Oh, but also, uh, they didn't pay for parking. There's like they wouldn't even let you park. What? <laughs> Where was it? It was in fucking Hollywood, dude. It was at one of the... One oh, of like was the, that a club? Like a bar? No, no, no. It was at like one of the little Mickey Mouse studios in Hollywood. Oh, like... Like one of the, you know, oh, like lower tier... By like Hollywood Yeah, 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 by Seward. Uh Don't cut any of that. This is compelling radio. Um, it is. I had to park over there for the serious thing. I was parked right over there. Where, the, where they impound your car. Have you ever gotten impounded over there? <laughs> no, but I know many people that who have. That was a weird thing. Like, I found a spot on the street and all the signs are good, but it's right outside impound. And I've had so many bad experiences there. Mm-hmm. And I was just like really gun shy to leave my car right there. It was odd. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like parking near like a murderer's house or something. <laughs> Although I guess like, why would they take it just to put it inside? I know, but it's I mean, just, they already kind of just area, have it there. Like, you never go over there unless it's to like hand somebody three hundred dollars and then take a golf cart ride up to the roof where they give you your car, <laughs> and then as soon as you get to your car, you realize there's also an eighty-five dollar ticket on the windshield. <laughs> it's an absolute horror, absolute horror. So, um, yeah, I went over there. I, I I recorded a thing for Sirius XM. They're doing the oral history of Brody, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was good to, um, you know, talk about him and everything. But I thought, wow, I'm going to get some serious swag. Yep. I went on the bay beforehand. I went, what's selling over there? And it's all like pre-merger shirts, <laughs> like before Sirius and XM merged <laughs> Wait, together. people buy that shit? Yeah, it was like, you know, the button downs to workers mm-hmm. wear. Those are selling. So it's like, I doubt they're going to have any of that because this place was only built like two years ago. <laughs> but um, it was the most corporate sign in of all time. And there was an iPad. I had to give them my email address, my phone number, five pages of I don't have a temperature, I don't have <laughs> symptoms, 12 signatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no swag, no pens, no mugs, no, no pens. shirts, nothing. What about like kind bars and shit? Nothing. I got a water that was unbranded. I was like, oh, they're like recycling these bottles and refilling them. Like it was just unbranded <laughs> water bottle. <laughs> but I, of course, they weren't there to just give me snacks, and we paid tribute to the man. So uh, I guess that'll be coming out soonish. So look for that. Uh, on on satellite radio. On satellite radio. <laughs> Uh, well, I got a speed round update real quick. I'll throw this in. Last episode, if you're behind the paywall, I was talking about over at Comedy at Chaplin. Mm-hmm. I'm going to enlarge the speed round. I'm going to, I go, that's my favorite part of the show. I want to get to it faster. I want it to last longer. Mm-hmm. And um, I did that and boy, was those instincts were correct. <laughs> Juiced up once, the whole show. Everybody loved it. Once again, history vindicates Howard Michael Kramer. But uh, Matt was there and Tara. You know, Matt had given me the quiet tape. Mm-hmm. 
and um, Tara was the one who, uh, what was going on with the Tomcat Theater? She sold hot dogs outside. What was that whole thing? <laughs> Oh, at the, uh, what, Studs, the porno theater? Yeah, yeah. In, in uh, West Hollywood, yeah. Yeah. They had a baby named Wright. Congratulations. Wright's part of the Griff Jockey universe. Congratulations. Anyway, they're going to be moving to Richmond, Virginia. Wow. Yeah, they're bringing the baby east. Um, give him an accent. And uh, <laughs> anyway, if there's any Griff Jockeys in Richmond, let's get some information. I don't know if do it on the Discord or whatever. Let's tell us where are the wood grills, where are the savers, where's the, <laughs> where are the deals, where are the sites. Let's get them acclimated. Where are the Paneras? Where are the Chipotle's? All ETC, that. ETC, ETC. But he uh, he brought in two cereal boxes. So this is a cereal box update because also behind the paywall, I was talking about like what an era, and I'm all caught up, mm-hmm. and I've got everything. It really feels like a renaissance in cereal boxes. We, I mean, we thought that before. He showed up at comedy at Chaplin. Oh, excuse you. With two, bless you. I know. He, uh, <laughs> I, sh- I I sneezed out of shock. Out of shock. All right. So the first box he brought me was Kaboom. Oh wow, that looks beautiful. Thank you. It's Monster Mash. Monster I mean, Mash. Yeah, fiftieth anniversary. Of- it's all the fucking monsters together, dude. Yeah. Wow, and they're fucking ripping on the cover. And then. Uh, Someone was telling me, maybe it was Max Beasley, the drummer there is uh, Fruit Brute. You know about him? <laughs> I do not know I think about He's a newer addition. Oh, you know, okay. Count Chocula and Blue uh, universe. Boy, Blueberry and all that. <laughs> the Blueberry <laughs> Cinematic Universe. So then he brought that through, and then also this, the picture kind of come out fucked up, but low, look at that. Mm. <laughs> Look at that. He says, it is indeed fucked up. I feel like I'm... Can you see what it is, though? No, I can see it's a very blurry photo of Space Jam, A New Legacy. It's Space cereal. Jam LeBron on the cereal, and that's and that's not a, uh, like, it's not LeBron cereal, but it's Space Jam cereal. Right. And that was what, like, I mean, that's as two close years as ago jo- or something? When- as close, I think it was last year. This is as close to JoJo as we get, as far as, like, it's a whole new cereal. General Mills did that. But look, you, the, the picture doesn't do it justice. That's one of the best uh, cereal box covers I have. I mean, I'm looking at it. You know, if I if it were in focus, I would be even more impressed. If you were I'm, in focus. Wow. <laughs> would you focus on... Folks, I'm pointing my middle finger at Howard. Okay, he's finally noticed it. You know Dave and John from Shark Tank? Yeah. Biden exec order means crypto here to stay. Three exclamation points. There you go. Biden signed an executive order. So America's going to try to be a leader in crypto. It's kind of us in South Korea, really, from what I could tell. But leading the charge, as it were? Yeah, like just as far as like the nations that have the most hand in it, I guess. Mm-hmm. They're doing Axie Infinity. It's that play-to-earn game that's actually affected people's lives and economies in Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. Anamoka, they're the one, you know, they're in South Korea, and then they just keep on pouring money and initiatives and stuff for South Korea to be a leader. And then uh, here we have like, you know, the NFT leaders as far as like Board Apes, this place Yuga Labs. You'll be hearing that name a lot in the future. Yuga Labs, they're the ones who already owned all the IP and copyrights for that Board Ape which is like the biggest NFT thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They went back and bought CryptoPunks, 
which was the kind of the biggest one before them, and then this other one called MeBits. So they bought all the IP and all the brand to all those. So they're like positioning themselves as <laughs> yeah. So there's already a fucking monopoly a and monopoly. NFTs. Awesome, but dude. That, that is what's going to happen. It's all crashing right now. It's all losing value, and then the ones that maneuver right now, those are the ones that become Yahoo, Google. So I guess the grift, the grift jockey lesson for this is, when everything's crashing down, that's where you, yeah, that's where you start collecting the, there the fallout, you, there you the go. remnants, go in, the but, pieces. But look up, look up those companies and what they're doing if you care about. This if you. <laughs> If you have one iota of care about anything Kramer has talked about, hell, you know, look it up or send us an email, griftrushpot.gmail.com. Please do that. And then one more photo update. We are talking, I think it was behind the paywall, about my picture discs. Mm-hmm. Like Dragon Boy Suede, you know, that's a drama oh, well, thing. Correct. Right, right, right. Austin Stories is picture, but then CD-wise, my first one, and then I was like, yeah, I don't have picture discs, whatever, whatever. And then... Um, Alec Jim Vincent sent me that. Oh my, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. He was right. Shout out to AGV. That is what you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my album, The Attempt, on CD. And well, Howard Michael Kramer is on the face of said CD. How about that? I just wind up on picture just even on CD, the toughest thing. To <laughs> that toughest happens. media. But I don't know if I have a copy of that. That's probably why I didn't remember. But it looks awesome. So check that out. Pick you don't have up. a copy of your own album. No. Huh. I just make it and move on. I'm like the Beatles. Oh, was that good? You liked uh, <laughs> yesterday? You liked uh, uh, Blackbird? Yeah. I couldn't think of a second. <laughs> uh, hold my hands. Ouch. So, uh, all that. Can we do a little Ebdweeb? Uh, oh, hell yeah. A little Ebdweebery? We got, we got dueling Ebdweeb stories. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Go ahead. You go first. My, mine's a returning dweeb. So let's meet your dweeb up front. This was a singular interaction. By singular, I mean, of course, like all eBay interactions took about six messages total back and forth into the void. I guess this is this is an important thing to remember if you are in the business of selling vintage jeans, which I've just started to get pretty into because it's always a moneymaker. Okay. You get like your name brand shit. You get your Levi. Are they hard, are they hard to find? Like... I would think at the thrift store it's pretty picked over. Uh, depends. Uh, not not super hard, no. But especially just like Levi's in general, any kind of Levi's. And then the ones with the R on them. What's the one with the R on it? Those are the ones that are like the real old ones, like red Levi label. Mm-hmm. But then it has a circled R on it. Oh, like registered trademark. Yeah, I think those are the ones that go for the big money because they're like, you know, the pre, whenever they started. Whenever they started probably adding polyester to everything. Yeah, that to, type of deal. <laughs> or, you know, and making it uh, in hell. Oh, what I was, was going to say, if you're, sell- <laughs> if you're in the business of selling vintage jeans, make sure that you don't, don't just take what the label says as gold, right? So it's like well, sometimes... you got to measure it? Yeah, exactly. Wow. Because they've been, like, worn and washed so much over so many years, like, they're usually a smaller size than what's on the actual label, right? So... I'm selling these guest jeans, ugly as fuck, acid wash, fashion victim ass, guest jeans. And it's, they're like marked size, the waist size 31, but they're actually 28, right? 
I say that in the listing. This bitch comes out of the woodwork, sends me an email. She's like, I'm confused about your listing. What's the, what's the waist size of the pants? 28? That's not possible. And I said, no, it, yeah, it's, it's 28. 28 inches. She's saying it's not possible because the label says something different? No, I think she's, I, she's just, I, I don't understand what's going on yet. Okay, this is the beginning of the interaction. Okay. What, okay. And I'm like, no, I mean, yeah, they're marked 31, but they shrank over time, so now they're 28. And she goes, 28 centimeters? Question mark? 20. I go, no, 28 inches. 28 inch waist pants. She says, that can't be possible. My waist is 13 to 14 inches. These huh? would never fit me. Wait, Let's unpack that. Oh my God, because. You're shit. not. Wait, if I'm your kidding. waist is 13 inches, you're not real. You're in a fucking freak show in like night in the well, 1920s. As a guy, you're I the don't wasp know. waist. I don't know no what these terms mean. No one's waist is 13 inches, Howard. That would be a size 13 of men's pants. What? Wait, how many inches is a waist? I don't know what these. I don't know what to compare it to. Are you fucking to. with me? No, I don't know this stuff. When you buy pants, what size pants do you buy? If a, if a grown, if an adult woman is taking uh, holding place so in this that world, measurement, you're saying she's got a 13 inch waist. I'm saying there's no fucking way in fuck she has a 13 inch waist. What is she talking about? Yeah, that's insane. I mean, isn't that lower than a size zero? Yeah, it's a child. It's like a fucking eight-year-old. Maybe that's who you're talking to. Huh. I doubt it. I doubt it, too. But would she... I you just, should ask I her to send a picture. So I want to see your 13-inch waist. <laughs> I stared at the fucking thing. Isn't it weird logic, though, too, to say, my waist is a certain size, so you got to be wrong. Those pants won't fit me. So, like, it's just weird apples and oranges type stuff yeah i don't know i don't know if she's you know profoundly mentally ill i don't know if she's uh, abusing substances i don't know what the situation right. is all i know is that this threw me for, threw me for the biggest loop ever because so, then you know, it's like i want to reply you know obviously i know there's no reason to engage this is never going to go anywhere but then i got i want to put my you know I dig just, my claws in you keep gonna get you're gonna keep getting that same lesson that's what these Therapists keep telling me on TikTok. <laughs> What's that? What like did the therapist you, tell you on TikTok? Until you pass this lesson, the universe will just keep giving you the same lesson in the form of different people. Mm, different challenges, as it were. Yeah, you got to learn to ignore. But um, so that's where it stands right now. Uh, no, I, I did reply. I said uh, twenty-eight inches is a standard size for pants. For more information. Click this link. Ah. And then, like, the link was just a image of, like, women's pant sizes. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For more information, That's great because it's not welcome even, to the world. Like, sending them a graphic, it's like, you don't even have to read much to figure <laughs> this out. It's a good one. It was a good graphic, too, because it was just, like, a t shitty drawing of, like, a woman kind of going, like, shrugging while wearing pants. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Nicely done. All right. I want to put that head-to-head -head up against my dweeb. Head-to-head. -head. All right. So we know this dweeb because he bought a little action figure that I had found in the cabinet. 
and it was <laughs> 2011 Jack's Real Steel <laughs> Punching Action Midas 8-inch robot action figure toy. <laughs> he was the one who wrote and said, like, where is it? Are you going to send it? And then there was one that was just... Are you going to fucking send this to my country? Whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, like, where's the fucking package? Yeah. So here we are a few shows later, and there's two messages from him. And you have not replied at all? I haven't even <laughs> I haven't even looked at what they are. But you haven't replied to him being like, where the fuck is my toy? No, because in my mind, what always happens is someone sends an email like that, and then the thing shows up the next day. Right. With this guy, he's already cursing at me and sent 55 things, so it's like, I'll just wait until maybe it doesn't show up, and then I'll just refund him. You know, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to interact with them <laughs> but there's two messages here i mean what i mean what's the chances these are like i got it it's awesome thanks man sorry i doubt it so here we go this is message number one you i don't want to cancel the order oh no yo yow no it's it's y-o-w yow i don't want in want is all caps two T-O with a space between the T and the O. <laughs> Yow, I don't want to cancel the order. I mean, this guy. Have you ever met a guy who's this aggro and it's for a fucking 10-year-old fucking... I mean, it's not much better than a fucking drive through toy. Like, it's a fucking little shitty fucking toy. <laughs> this fucking guy. Uh, <laughs> Yow. All right, here we go. This, <laughs> you ready for the next one? I, I hope I'm ready, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Son of a bitch, <laughs> I fuck your ugly mom. Oh, wait, no. Let me look at this. <laughs> on eBay. I can't, how can you say all of these things on eBay? <laughs> So wait, so is this thing in the mail? Have you already sent it? Yeah, I fully sent this whole thing. I mean, it's just it's lost in the mail or it's delayed in the mail. What a fucking animal. Son of a bitch, I fuck your ugly mom. It's not just that he's fucking your mom. It's like, you know, he's not your stepdad or something. It's like he's, I mean, I guess it's like a hate fuck situation. He wants you to know that your mother whom he fucks also disgusts him i mean why is he fucking someone he thinks is ugly i mean right there he's That's an the idiot thing. i mean he's stupid <laughs> my mom's not ugly say what you want about my mom but she's uh she's pretty love that <laughs> shout out to howard's mom damn dude this guy yeah i, mean, I guess I, that I mean, wins what, i mean well, what yeah. happens when he starts looking for a refund and I just have to screen cap that and send it to eBay. I go, what? He's allowed to do this? <laughs> I mean, this is a, this has got to be a twelve-year-old or something because most adults don't act like that. Plus, he doesn't know to take any steps within the app. Well, yeah. I, honestly, this interaction has big Rodzilla energy. I, I gotta say, this seems like the kind of shit Rodzilla would pull. Because one, he's borderline illiterate. Too. Oh, he doesn't okay. know how technology works, oh, okay. and he's so fucking mad. You know, what I mean? he's right. as mad as he is short, basically. Right. Well, this also has a uh, you know a language 
barrier thing too hey i mean true but again that probably seems like the way rodzilla would write <laughs> if Ooh. somebody were to force him you know gun to head make him have to write i mean that's almost a tie between those two people that can't be a tie no you fucking win oh i do oh because he's just so aggressive i mean it's the it's yeah it's the yeah, personal the math, attacks the math of saying like your math is wrong because my waist is this size. i mean that that that's is that's next too. level fucked but look but. i'm just noticing on here we've got a third contestant <laughs> i sold jeremy's lord of the ring two towers it's like six DVDs because it's like the towers, the fellowship, and all that. <laughs> yeah, this, and that, I was like, the I'm listing everything. I might as well throw these on and see what happens. And they li- they sold in like one day. Mm-hmm. And now I'm seeing four messages. Wait, these were discs only, right? Discs only, six discs. Okay. Now there's four messages for six discs. <laughs> Here we go. Number one. Number one. Hi, how soon should I expect the item to be shipped? Your discs that you spent six ninety nine on, they have to get to you right away. I need them way. yesterday. All right, that's that one. Number two. Hi, how soon should I expect them to uh, be shipped? They just sent Same again. message again. Okay. Oh, this guy. You know, <laughs> this is, this is, is just... the guy like, hey, can you go out on Wednesday? No, I'm washing my hair. How about Thursday? <laughs> how about Friday? No, my mom's in town. How about Saturday? Third message. Hi, how soon should I expect the item to be shipped? What <laughs> <laughs> the fourth message is just, fuck you, clown. I I'm good. I fuck your mom until she you cries. Man. Your sister. Well, your sister sucks my dick, too. Oh but she's gross. All right. Yeah, how soon How soon should I expect <laughs> the item to be is shipped? It, so four? four? Duplicate? That's four. I mean... Is this person on Mars? I mean, like, can't if you need to see it so fucking bad, get, I'm sure it's streaming on everything. It's like one of the biggest movies ever. Absolutely great point. Right? Like, were you going to the cabin with your cousins, like, tomorrow? And, you know, you, you need to bring these discs? I should just say, I'm going to push it back a day for every time I get asked the same question. <laughs> push it back a day! <laughs> <laughs> oh man but anyway um, Jeremy you see what happens like he pays it forward and mm-hmm. um, the sagas just start kicking in I mean damn yeah you thought Lord of the Rings was a saga well I might as well tell you some of these other flips <laughs> shout out to you Megan for dragging me over to that lady's house because now mm. some headshots are headed out to Stillwater Oklahoma love that and love they them. are 25 Jack Scalia headshots. <laughs> With 25 headshots of the same man. When I got all those Jack Scalia, I was like, can I sell all these? And I was like, probably only to, just as a bulk lot. It's, wait, wait, one, two, three, four, five different looks. Five yeah. copies per five looks. Massive amount. Massive Scalia mother load. Who have we? Do we know who uh, Mr. Scalia is? Oh, he's from uh, All My Children. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I actually recognized him a little bit. He's like he's just one of those studly, you know, male soap actors. Sure. So that's out the door. Thank you for that. <laughs> what? How much? Uh, how much does one receive uh, if one were in the business of selling twenty-five headshots of the same human being in one lot? How about twenty-five bucks? 
<laughs> Somebody really bought it for 25? 25 plus shipping. Plus shipping. So speaking of paper ephemera, which uh, I told you, go to go to the bakery section of the supermarket and grab their plastic bags, grab handfuls of them. They're just great for stick to headshots in there for the inner the inner wrapping because there'd be people like those menu guys that go, mm-hmm. I need it wrapped twice because they put it by the sprinkler. Oh, right, right, right. So anyway. In case somebody yeah, thinks malevolent thoughts about it on the way from your house to their house, it needs to be completely fucking sealed, sealed. dude. So, um, all right. So this is a lowball story. You know I don't deal with these people. I mean, and, I don't know why I don't. I mean, I do know why I don't listen to you in some regards. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know why I don't listen to you in this regard. Because you got it all figured out, man. But here I went against my uh, thing, and it was it's not a lose, but it's like a little bit of a sting. Hmm. Okay, so look at this beautiful menu. This is a brown derby. Oh, wow. Look at this brown derby car caf- cafe menu. Like, it's where you would pull up in your car. Wow, that is that beautiful. In, I, I, I mean, uh, before, before there was like drive-ins everywhere. That was like a big new thing, like car hop service type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know when these are from. So anyway, it was I had it listed for ninety bucks for forever. So this guy came in with eighty, mm-hmm. like three four days ago, and I'm just like, I do kind of want to make a sale, but you know, if they want it, they need it. If they want it, they need it. Yeah. So I just stonewalled them, and then last night when I was thinking about, yeah, I want to move some stuff. He came in with 83. He moved it up to 83. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, do I want to play games for seven bucks? Usually, <laughs> usually the answer is yes. Usually the answer is 100% yes. But I was sitting up in the wedge at Dragon Manor and I was just like, <laughs> if I had responded to his original 80 at like 87, he would have probably brought it down to 83. I was like, this just saves us the, mm-hmm. the BS. So I said, yes, right? So then, just out of curiosity, when the order comes through, I was like, all right, where is this guy? You know, where am I sending this? Oh, no. He's on fucking Vermont. Oh, I thought you were going to say he was the hamburger Hamlet guy. No, no, no. F that guy. He didn't, no, yeah, that would kill me to give him a discount. <laughs> no, but this guy's on Vermont, like where comedy crawl happens. So you're just going to walk it to his house? No, but been? when I'm walking up Vermont, I'm going to be like, oh, one of these sons of bitches in one of these windows took me for a lowball. <laughs> like, what? This is a guy in Vermont. Like, he doesn't need to save seven bucks over there. Right, 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 right. right. He's probably a television writer or something. Yes, exactly. I got his name here. I could look him up on IMDb. Yeah, let's IMDb pro him ASAP. But then right after I said yes to that, some guy comes in with an offer for the Sprengers, the seafood restaurant. In Berkeley. Okay. And um, I was like... Springer's Fish Grotto. So I was like, is this the same guy? Is this the same guy? It wasn't the same guy. This guy's not getting jack after that. So he's just going to have to pay full price. What are we doing? We got a case in there? Yeah, we've got some exciting stuff. Really? Yeah, this is a follow-up. Do you remember when this John Travolta came across the uh, thing was this a ruby that was a ruby yeah all right shout out to ruby and then uh, we popped it open and it had face but it was just like this little picture of travolta mm-hmm. and it was by this company pc treasures <laughs> pc treasures and also it's like <laughs> the case is so fucked you can't even push the yeah, disc I gotta get into it yeah that's me i'll fix that 
But anyway, so we were like even making fun. PC treasures sounds like for computers and shit like that. <laughs> so um, I went to digging into the archives, one of the um, premier collections of picture discs on the West Coast, if not the whole the continent. whole fucking thing. Yeah. And looks what I comes up with. <laughs> Double feature. This one's Goldie Hawn and Elizabeth Taylor. It's a Goldie Hawn movie and an Elizabeth Taylor movie. It's just like this one was a John Travolta and a Sissy Spacek. Mm -hmm. And this is PC Treasures. Manufactured by PC Treasures. Wait, turn it over again? Oxford, Michigan. Wow. Okay. So um, anyway, you're supposed to be impressed now that I got two double features from the same company. I am very impressed, yeah. All right, so let's pop a little case. (laughs) This is going to be a mouthful. See if... Popping case. Double feature. Lovers and Liars starring Goldie Hawn <laughs> and Elizabeth Taylor in the driver's seat. Picture disc, place your bets. Pop! Woo! It's in ex- exactly the same as the other one. Yeah, lopsided. Technically, the picture disc is just a highly pixelated screen grab from... It looks like Pixelmon Kevin. <laughs> you know what that is. Check out Google Pixelmon Kevin, everybody. Kramer, have you looked at this, at the descriptions of these movies? Let's hear I mean, you know, the Goldie Hawn one, I could give less than a shit that. But the Elizabeth Taylor one, uh, it's an unsettling glimpse at madness and loneliness. They misspelled the word loneliness. Uh, Lies tailored her very best as woman who finds her life spiraling away from her. Forced to take a break from her job, the increasingly distraught woman travels to Rome in search of love. However, in a chilling term, Lisa's idea of romance is finding a man who is willing to kill her. Weird. And her co-star is Andy Warhol? What? Yeah. Art movie? Was this made at the factory? <laughs> Maybe this is a factory movie. I don't movie. know what the fuck this Holy is. wow. Man, I'm going to have to take a look at this and report back. Yeah, please do. I've been busy watching Seven Samurai. Three and a half hours. 207 minutes. Yeah, that's three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So I watched it one time on Times 5. <laughs> and it turns out like it took like three or four minutes so i was like wow times five is probably like 50 times speed yeah so then i was like all right let me watch it on times four (laughs) (laughs) so i watched it on times four and it took like 22 minutes so then i was like rough math 207 minutes i was like that must be like a 10 times or something like that okay then i was like you know what there was some good stuff in there. Let me watch it on Times 3. <laughs> three. <laughs> so I can really appreciate times the nuance. Three, times 3 took like 35 minutes. So I think it's a Times 6 or something like that. And then I'm not going to watch Time 2. I'm just going to go to time, Times 1. No sound. Subtitles. <laughs> but uh, I mean, that's just too long of a movie. But I might just watch the Toshiro parts, you know? Well, I mean, maybe yeah, maybe they had too many samurais on their hands. If it was like... Well, that's why they had to kill them, each one off one by one. Fourth samurai, then might be like an hour 30 or something. Could be, could be you're right. <laughs> you could be right. Um, oh, yeah, the mobile, the mobile by the, uh, by the Beverly Center. Mm-hmm. 735... <laughs> for a gallon of gas. <laughs> There's a shell by me, it's five ninety nine. So five ninety nine. But then I was thinking like 
This is like if you just decided one day to go to the gas station and like use something that was even better than Supreme. Like you just went in and there was this expensive ass gas, but you're like, you're just gonna put it in your same car. Mm -hmm. Like that's what it's like now. It's like, oh, I'm just going to the store, but it's like, it's costing me more. <laughs> with this crazy gas. But the gas isn't any better. Oh, I see what you're assuming. Yeah, right. Okay, you're saying that the mind would assume that because the prices increased exponentially, the quality has also increased yes, exponentially. But I'm also trying to like remind myself that it's cost more. So I'm like, this is as if you went and got that cheesecake enriched gas. Like, it's just for no reason. It's just more money. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how about that? <laughs> oh boy! I mean, yeah, you know, I, I I've been trying not to trying not to drive very much. Try not to drive. Did the scooter thing? Oh, did yesterday? You? Yeah, came right back on. from uh, came back from background on the mean streets of Melrose. I was watching a flipper online. Yeah, and he he was making a good point about luck. It's just a big part of it. Yeah, of course. He was just showing some score that he got, and he was like, a ton of it just depends on you just walked in at the right moment. You were the first one there to see it and grab it. Mm -hmm. So that's just a matter of consistently show up, and then you'll show up. Some of those things will come your way. Do the work. Like when I got those menus, you know, I just happened to be the one who saw it a split second before everybody else. Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. it, it wouldn't have been me. Who's you know here like a year and a half later still selling the still stuff. selling these fucking things? So shout out to that and um, well, and that's a good lesson too because it's like because it is such a crapshoot. You never know if that today's going to be your moment, right? Right. But don't force yourself to buy something for flipping that you may it may not even be worth it just because you feel like you have to. Uh, yeah, don't force it. Good point. Like you know what I mean? Like you have to justify going there in the first right. place. Yeah, never do that. In fact, every time I go to Wood Grill, I go just take what they give you. Mm -hmm. Pigs get fed, hogs get <laughs> slaughtered. Just, it's not always there. Don't you know? It's not always there. But um, I listened to that Frankie and the Knockouts album. Zach sent us that package where mm -hmm. he beat the gov with the media mount, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and there was a Frankie and the Knockouts album in there. And you did listen to it. Well, I listened to it on my phone on the way home. Okay. I was just like, well, I got the album. If I went home and listened to this, I'll just do it now in the traffic. Mm-hmm. And um, I had said, yeah, I think this album had a hit on it. Now I'm just trying to think if, like, I only know that album because there were so many of them at thrift stores. Like, you just see Frankie <laughs> and the Knock. I'm not even sure now if they did have a hit. But, uh, yeah, it was a terrible, it was like, a, you know, like bad Rupert Holmes, like, Pina Colada type <laughs> shit, but it's not even like that stupid. But without a without a story. Yeah, yeah. Without a compelling storyline, like escape parentheses the Pina Colada song and yeah. parentheses. I have a there's a booty version of that song. Um, <laughs> awesome. A booty version. Yeah, like um, you know, like the Miami booty music. They would always have like booty summer party or booty, you know, booty mix and all that. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Yeah. And um, there's a pina colada one that's fucking great. Wow, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need to look that up yesterday. <laughs> Folks, do you like pina coladas getting caught in the rain? Uh, and the uh, taste. Wait, wait. And the 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 taste of the ocean and the smell of cocaine. How's the line go? Champagne and Alizé. 
<laughs> that was the booty version. Uh, no, it's if you like pina colada getting caught in the rain, if you're not into health food, if you have, you have half, half a, a brain. brain. If you like making love at night. In a den with the dupe. That's kind of like, is that a summer song? Because there's so much ocean. Yeah, it is. Especially ocean the, imagery. Booty, the booty version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely is. And pina colada. I mean, you know, it's that and uh, Margaritaville. Mm-hmm. There's no restaurant for pina colada, but there probably should be. Not yet. I want to thank once again Brenton Aslaxon. Woo! The great Jeremy Arambulo. Woo! And Brian Granillo. Woo, woo! And I want to thank the master. I want you guys to head on over to Substack. Check and that out. I'm going to need you to hang hang out at haveasummer.com slash shop. Pick up an Austin Stories DVD mentioned on page 165 of Bob Odenkirk's new book, Comedy, 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 Drama. You should see if you could get some uh, free copies from Bob, and then you can you, you can also Bob? have them as, on uh, haveasummer.com slash shop. You can That's sign. That's the favor I want to call it. You should sign page 164. I actually did get a copy of uh, Mr. Show What Happened from Okay. It was offered. I didn't call him up for it. <laughs> Shout out to that. Shout out to everybody around the world. If you got a question, comment, concern, want to let us know everything's tasting, please send an email to grifthorsepod at gmail.com. And we will see you right, right here, here next, next week on Grift Horse. If your waist is 13 inches, you're not real. You're in a fucking freak show.